Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Matt here. Dory over here. How are you all? We're great. Thanks, Matt. Oh, wow. I've never heard people answer yep. live. It's weird. Um, where do we start? I don't know. We got to give everyone an update. Cranky our... crank butt. Henry's nickname is Cranky Crank Butt. Yep. Sir cranks a lot. <laughs> Fucking real annoying. Terrible child. No. 10 out of 10 would return. What? Don't even joke about that. Oh, it's fine. He'll never know that I tried to return him. Except when he listens. To CFP, but then I had to pay for parking, so I decided, <laughs> no, no, come on. Let's just go back home. And they were going to charge us a storage fee. Yeah, <laughs> baby storage fee. Yeah. Uh, no, guys, I hope your fourth was lovely. We've been uh, fighting earthquakes and 
you know, dealing with babies and dogs. Babies and dogs are getting along well. Baby and dog getting along swimmingly. Baby and naps, not so much lately. No. Baby and naps are sworn enemies, in fact. I don't know how we're going to live like this with this baby that doesn't want naps. <laughs> I know. We spent just as long putting him down, trying to put him down, as we do Oh, easily. him actually sleeping. It's going to take 40 minutes to put him down. He'll, he'll sleep for 35 minutes. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. I don't care for it. <laughs> I'm very tired. You are tired. I'm always, I'm always tired, but like last night I was in bed before 11, everybody. But you slept really well. You got a 96 sleep score. Thanks, Sleep IQ from Sleep Number. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's so many times I want to just flatten out the bed and go to sleep, but I didn't want to make the noises. Mm. But I slept anyway. I think it's... Did I snore a lot no. in this position? No. Yeah, I didn't think I would. You didn't wake me up at all with your snores. Usually I do. I did have a weird night terror, though. Yeah, but that was early in the night. Yeah. What was it? I don't remember exactly what it was, but I, st- I like got up and stood next to the bed and was like putting on my slippers, but then I was trying to find like other shoes. You know what? Now that I'm saying it out loud, I think what was deep in my brain was all this talk of having to have a pair of shoes next to your bed in case of an earthquake or under your bed. All this talk? Where is this talk happening? It's on, What the fuck are you talking it's about? It's on my internet. Oh, your internet is very different than yeah, my internet. it is. So, uh, for those of you wondering, we had two, we had a nice uh, little four, four shock. Yep. Uh, about 130 miles from Los Angeles, a so six point something. 6.4. And then a 7.1 hit in, in the same area. Yeah, close by. Uh, and that one was uh, over here in, in LA. We, it was a 45 second sort of lengthy earthquake. It really, it, lengthy. it really went, you know? Yeah. Um, to the point where Dory got underneath a table. I did. I uh, chuckled at her. If I had my phone on me, I would have taken a picture of her. Under when, the table. in fact, that is what you were supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was mocked. Well, you were mocked because I was standing, because if I needed to get Henry be a lot easier for me to do it standing in that doorway than for you to do it under a table. Mm-hmm. Um, Bo just decided he was thirsty yep. and went and got some water. And then he was like, why are you under the table? Yeah. And he was like, hey, you know, I should really f- investigate more, but I'm tired. So goodbye. Also, I mean, I don't know if it's a myth that dogs know that an earthquake is coming and, like, warn you, but our dog certainly did not warn us. Our dog also doesn't care about fireworks. No. I mean, that's some of his best... That's late, one of his best lady, qualities. Early evening napping I've ever seen. Yeah. One of his better qualities is that he doesn't care about fireworks. Oh, he wants to get on the couch, but I have too much pumping stuff on it. Finally, I mean, Dory has too much stuff on the couch and not Matt. So Dory's moving her pump. She just pumped before the pod. Pre-pod pump, as we call it. No one's calling it that. I just made that up. But uh, so earthquakes, you know, so long. Dory's been on me for a while to secure things. Luckily, the TV was uh, anchored a long time ago. 
Not uh, that long ago. I bought this. A relatively long time ago. I bought ago. those straps. Yeah, and, for the old TV. Yeah, and it took us like a year. Once we got the new TV. Yeah. Then we, you know. And the other TV in the bedroom is now mounted to the wall. Yes. Which Pretty also took securely. me out. Very securely. Yeah. In fact. Yeah. Uh, so then I took some leftover wood from our old bed frame, thanks to Ikea. They, the, oh, yeah. I'll tell you, the slats that uh, Ikea had in their bed were bird's eye maple. So I was very excited about that when I took a look and I, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to use this to develop some sort of uh, wall anchoring device. Those bookcases aren't going anywhere. Countersunk some holes, guys. Used a lot of uh, wood glue, four screws on on the, the tap. You know, I just did a great job. Uh, I almost brought out the biscuit joiner, guys. Oh man! If I had brought out the biscuit joiner, you all would have been so jealous. It would have been just like the new Yankee Workshop. <laughs> Norm Abram. Maybe you should start a home improvement YouTube channel. I should start. There's so many different YouTube channels I'd start if I had. Um, What's it called? Energy, mm. time, mm-hmm. uh, and no job. Mm-hmm. Those are that. Then I would start a YouTube channel. Mm. I almost did last year. I was talking about doing it. I wanted to start a, a YouTube channel with Matt Gorley and I reviewed as seen on TV gadgets. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do that. And it was going to be called Matt Seen on TV, <laughs> and we were going to do. We're just going to review gadgets from a James Bond perspective. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been funny. It still could happen. You never know. Okay. There's still time out there. Um, but long story short, uh, the earthquake, uh, you know, knocked some sense into us regarding what to get ready for. Um, I had also, coincidentally, like a week before the earthquake, I had bought a bunch of ready-made formula. Well, I had also... To prepare Henry's earthquake Recently gone through our earthquake kit. kit. Yeah. I had recently done that. I know. You moved it into the laundry shed. Because I, the water was there, and I was like, it's going to be easier to get to this than to that. Also, that shed is shaded. Yeah. Look at us. We need to replace those cliff bars, though. We do. Otherwise, we'll be eating very old cliff bars. <laughs> For weeks. <laughs> um, but Henry now Henry has enough ready-made formula to last probably like a week, because my concern was if there was a big earthquake that we that we would lose water and then we wouldn't be able to make formula and I don't produce enough breast milk for him to yeah. survive. Um, you know, but we have, you know, we have five, uh, five gallons. No. Maybe it's eight gallons or 10 gallons. That thing. You're supposed to have a gallon per person per day. I think we have 10 gallons. Okay. And we're only good for five days, guys. Yeah. It's fine. I wouldn't really worry about it. We're going to be okay. Okay. And Henry has three gallons. Okay. Of Henry water. Okay. Um, I could refill those. I might as well dump them and refill them. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So that's our earthquake preparedness. I would like to put some more stuff in the car. My car is like great right now. Really? As far as what's in there. I got first aid kits. I got... Uh, Diet ginger ale. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have an emergency kit and a first aid kit, um, but I don't have any food. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't have any like. We could hunt for food. That could be fun. Oh, okay. Should I get a bow and arrow and keep it on the car? Uh, yeah. I mean, I could make a bow and arrow if we had to. Really had to do it, you know. Mm, okay. I've done that thanks to my archery merit badge. Oh, I never took archery at camp. What are you looking at? I, I didn't know what you were looking at. Oh, the like, rundown of I was the like, podcast. Why does he keep looking down? Um. Oh, there's that 3M double-sided VHB tape. I'll use that later. I have a thing I need to do. Fourth um, of July, Henry fought with me for about an hour at night before going to sleep for the rest of the evening. Mm-hmm. <sighs> was that like 2 a.m.? He was winning. But then you vanquished him. Yeah, but I wanted to throw him out a window. <laughs> It's okay, we're, on, we're only one floor, guys. Bo would have been so upset. Bo didn't care what was happening. He was like, I'm staying out here. Leave <laughs> me out of this. I'll be asleep on the office couch. Uh, oh, Bo. Um, yeah, but his naps have been like real spotty. Yeah. Is there something about a 10-week-old babies? Is it a thing? I don't know. I don't know. It's not the four-month sleep regression because he's not four months yet. Yeah, but he's very advanced, so he could be acting like a four-month-old. He is advanced. I mean, his embryo was created two years ago, so. And his head is very large. Yes. We finally figured out that you could move the headrest on the car seat up. Well, yeah, I just looked, I was like, what is going on here? His shoulders are like scrunched yeah. up. <laughs> it's like, he's this way too big safe. for this car seat. <laughs> I was so. like, is this car seat only good for two months? And then I was like, I Googled and it said it's good for up to like 35 pounds. And I was like, how? Mm. And then we realized you could pull it up. Yeah, we're learning a lot on the fly here as a family of people who are families. Yeah. What else did you learn this week? That Henry really likes World Cup soccer. Mm, yeah, we, we gave him his first screen time. To watch five minutes of... It was the last five minutes of the of World Cup. The World Cup. For them ladies who crushed it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't left... It feels like I haven't left the house in five days. Same. Um, I went to the gym yesterday. You did. You did. You went to... You've done a couple things. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been, I've been hopefully good about letting you go do what you need to do. You yeah. have, uh, because that's what it is, guys. This is a partnership. You know, you can't always be running off to Vegas. Sometimes you got to stay home with the baby and the dog while the gym is attended. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, husband. And the more you do that, the more likely she is to say yes the next time you say, "I'm gonna go to Vegas." <laughs> Oh. Yeah, this is a, you just earn. You just like you pick up credits. Interesting. Speaking of picking oh, up credits. Oh my gosh. We we have I can't believe we waited this long to tell everyone our big news. <laughs> we almost we, have found a we thing found we a like thing. doing. <laughs> what do you mean almost? So someone out there suggested play Borderlands 2. It's a fun co-op game. You'll you'll enjoy it. Well, let's just say my wife who is a, a Gen Xer um, not used to three-dimensional controlling no, of characters. not at all. So she does not enjoy it. Which has also sort of been a problem with what we wound up with. But um, 
We tried Borderlands. For I also, a little while. okay, first of all, I. So much happening. It's so much happening. I didn't like the premise of the game, I didn't like all the killing. Very violent. She was game. like, "Where can we? Can we do anything that we don't kill people?" And I was like, "Well, not really." But let me just take a look at what they have on PS Now. And we found a game right up Dory's alley, ladies and gentlemen. It's a game from 2008, and it is the Lego Indiana Jones Chronicles. There's Listen, some puzzle solving. This is a great game. There's some jumping. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, there is some killing. Well, really, it's just breaking Legos apart. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like... Because you have a giant Lego gun that you shoot yeah. Lego bits at the Legos. Yeah. And sometimes I hit people with a shovel. Yeah, she does. She'll hit me with a shovel many yeah. times. But I was confused because you were wearing the, the hat. Yeah. You were wearing the enemy's I hat. I was tricking a guard. But you uh, also tricked me. I tricked Dory also <laughs> as Marion. She decided to slug me. Um, but yeah, we've been doing that. I kind of would like a hard copy of it, but I don't think I can get a hard copy for PS4. Uh, so we're going to be streaming over doing PS now. We tried to play, we played Dr. Mario on Nintendo Switch. That was fun. Which I had. Which is I'm from so bad at that game. I'm so bad at that game. It's not even Guys, close. I was really good at it. She's great at the game. I didn't even understand the premise. I didn't know you're supposed to get, kill the germs. Yeah, you're the doctor. I mean, I didn't. I didn't remember this till we had played it like three times, and then I was like, "Oh, that's the point of the game." But you know, it's been nice to have some quality time on the couch with my wife. So, and if that means having to play very old video games for a very old person. <laughs> Then so be it. Uh, uh, it also is funny that Dory's depth perception comes into play in this game too, where she can't quite jump places because she doesn't understand that things are in front of other things. It's interesting to me. Mm. But you know what? She's a two-dimensional genius and a much better video game doctor than me. So that is our update on... All of the things you were wondering about. Yep. Henry, yeah. look, he's doing great. He's a cute baby. He's smiling a lot more. Some laughing. He did laugh at me when I changed him at 2 a.m. He was like, haha, sucker. I didn't even poop. <laughs> he doesn't poop overnight. Yeah. I mean, look, I get it. It's a good skill to have. Which Would you want to poop overnight? No. Right. I mean, unless I had to, if I got up to have to do it, that'd be still pretty annoying too. Yeah. Um, okay. So World Series of Poker is happening. Exciting stuff out there. A couple of friends of mine, three of my friends are still playing in it. Wow. Uh, good luck out there to Kevin and uh, Julie and Joe. It's going to be great. I hope they do very well. Me too. If they get super far into it, I'll have to go be there on the rail. Oh. So I really hope they do well. Hmm. <laughs> um, You're going to have to let me go to the gym like five more times. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm hoping you go after we record. Oh. Good to know. Right? Yeah. Be cool. Uh, I haven't seen Spider-Man, everybody. Looking forward to seeing that eventually. Tried to pin down Andy to record this weekend, but he could only record during daytime hours, which is quite frankly... The worst time because our baby hates naps. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Now that that's out of the way, let me just do the business like we used to do and then we're going to take a quick break. 
Remember, everybody, leave your Apple Podcast reviews. They're very helpful to us. It helps people find this podcast. You know, when someone wants to punch in IVF into iTunes, we'd like to come up because we feel like the first 190,000 episodes of this are a great resource. Speaking of other great resources, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. That's a great place to go to have questions answered, not on Sunday nights. Uh, you can support the podcast uh, on our website, excellentadventure.com. Head over to our Patreon, get extra bonus episodes. Uh, that's patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Our Twitter is at excellent pod. So if I ever mess up posting the wrong file to Facebook or, or rather to the internet uh, of the episode, that's where I will tell you I fixed it. <laughs> you can also email us dory matt at gmail matt and dory gmail and as always please call us 413 baby now let's give a little thanks to our sponsors we'll be right back ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but, like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a... Just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees or underwear you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness to date bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting i mean bombas can make returns easy as well i uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what but they do have a 100 percent happiness guarantee so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason They'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like, you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, 
All I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, everybody, we're back. Hopefully you're staying off the internet and enjoying meat. Except for Dory. I'm I'm putting my phone on Do Not Disturb. I realize it was on. Mm. So let me just... Uh, That's handy. Yeah. And my computer might not be on Do Not Disturb. I don't even know. Oh, no. Uh, let me pop back over here and uh, see what's doing in the world of our eggheads. First up is Sarah. I feel like I haven't read an email in weeks. Yeah. I also should have gotten a drink of water while we were doing that. Do you want to get I thought a drink? My, 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 I thought my voice sounded dry. And I can read this email? Yeah, yeah, be right back. Okay. This is from Sarah. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. I just had my second chemical pregnancy in a row, and I'm writing to hopefully find some hope from you and other listeners. I know my situation is not as bad as others, but I've taken a beating the last six months with IVF, and I'm looking to grasp something positive. Here's what's been going on. I'm 41, will be 42 on July 10th, single, and decided last summer to try to become a mom on my own. I froze 14 eggs when I was 37 as a backup plan. Never did I imagine that I'd be using them by myself, but that's another story. I thawed my eggs in November, fertilized them, and made five blastocysts. None were PGS normal. All were complex abnormal, and one was a high-level mosaic with a partial deletion. A few days after learning this was my cycle day one, so I quickly decided to do another round of IVF. Only two follicles grew, so I converted to an IUI at the last minute. Negative. A few months later, I switched clinics, was previously with NYU, then switched to RMA in New York. I did a third round, got one normal PGS embryo out of three blastocysts, resulted in a chemical. The next month, I switched to CCRM in New York. I love them, by the way. Oh, interesting. For a fourth round of IVF, five blastocysts, all abnormal. Tapped out of money, I'm self-pay and exhausted. I decided to transfer the mosaic. Mm-hmm. Chemical. Dory, I'd love if you'd remind me how many cycles you did and what the results were. Number of blastocysts, PGS, etc. Thanks so much, guys. You make Monday so much better. Sarah in Brooklyn, New York. It's 700 square... <laughs> permanent dog. 750 square feet, one permanent dog, and one rotating foster dog. I wish we could have foster dogs. I do too, but we know how that would go. Well, we actually don't like that, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like there's a world where we get a dog that Bo loves. Yeah, but we wouldn't know because it's a foster dog, right? And then, but then there's also a world where we get a dog and Bo gets in a fight with it, like the second. Um, did, did, wasn't our friend at NYU and then moved over to Columbia? Uh, our friend was at Columbia and moved to Cornell. Wow, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Excuse me. Um, I did five retrievals. The first one, I got one PGS normal embryo. We transferred it. It didn't work, probably because I had a septum that they didn't know about. Second round, I think we had gotten three blastocysts in that round, and we had one normal and one with a partial deletion. The normal one is Henry. Mm-hmm. Third round, I think we got four blastocysts or five. I don't remember. And we got one normal. That one was a chemical. Fourth round. Fourth round we did. We didn't you even, did. You did great on your eggs. Yeah. And um, your sperm was did The worst it's ever been. I don't even think we got any blastocysts. No. 
Yeah. It was so stressful. That was February of uh, two years ago. Yeah. Last No, that was February of last year. No. 2017, right? No, no 2018. No, it was last year. Yeah. I was on set yes, 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 for yes, yes. the spring break episode. You're right. Um, and then the last round, we got four blastocysts, and they were all abnormal. Yeah. That's our story regarding our rounds. It's a, and it's, you know, you think about the cost on each round, and then you think about the stress you're putting yourself through. It's amazing we're here. Yeah. Very grateful yeah. for what we have, but also, you know, so aware of the um, endless. Endless. Endless stress and, and what feels like uh, endless. pouring money after money after money. And good money after bad, as they as they say. Yeah. Um, but that being said, uh, CCRM, you know, <clears throat> I've heard such good things about them. I'm glad to hear that you like them also. Uh, and with CCRM, Sarah, I'm wondering, or did you go through the that day one that full on battery? Mm-hmm. You must have, right? I th- I assume so. I mean, I'd like to know. If they you must. Did. I wonder if they because do I it. wonder if you have a septum. Mm. Well, if she had a septum, I don't even think you she don't think be... she get chemically pregnant. Yeah, although people, it depends on the degree of severity of your septum. Some people carry pregnancies to term and have healthy yeah. babies with a septum. Um, but I think like my septum, I don't think that would have even been possible. No, you're just like blocking. Yeah. Well, my, my uterus was like separated. Yeah. I was like, mm, no. Yeah. No. Um, but let us know, Sarah and hang in there and look, next time we're in Brooklyn, we should have a, we should have a egg up. What do we call them? An egg up, a fry up. <laughs> uh, what, what what is it? An egg? A meetup? Yeah, but like we don't have a name for I don't it. I think we have a name for we should, it. We should have ourselves a scramble. Oh, yeah, huh? That's a good huh? one. Pretty good, right? Yep. Um, I'm told that there's a voicemail coming. Yep. I'm not ready to record a voicemail, so let me okay. be right back. We're back. I think we are now ready to receive a voicemail. Okay, here we go. Hi, Matt and Dory, Henry and Belle. Um, my name is Jamie, and firstly, I wanted to say a ginormous mazel tov on the beautiful Henry. Um, I've just been so, so excited for you guys. And I'm also a huge fan of the Goldberg, so hi, Matt. Thank you. Um, I've been following your podcast since the beginning, and it's really helped me get through some tough IVF times of my own. Um Basically, in a few years, I had three IUIs, two IVF retrievals, four transfers, uh, two miscarriages, including twin boys, and then almost a year ago, one amazing set of science twin boys, um, Ethan and Bennett, and it was it's it's been a wild ride and so worth it. Um, I was just listening to episode 231, and just now at work, paused it, found a closet to call in because I was so angry about the lady that called in that was upset with you for venting. Um, I just wanted to say that all of this is craziness about her and your quote-unquote attitudes. I was very public about my own infertility journey and miscarriages, and now when I see friends I haven't seen in a while and they ask about the babies, I'm open to all the good and bad about being a working mom with infant twins. I even vented to my brother about how tired I was 
And he said, well, you wanted this. Oh, of course fuck I you. wanted this and I'm super happy. But I just want to tell you that you're a mother, no matter how you got there. And you're a real person. And you're more than allowed to talk about the hospital room or whatever you want to talk about. Um, I think that IVF moms get a weird deal when they're expected to talk only unicorns and butterflies. So I wanted to see how other IVF moms deal with any mom venting. Um, and I wanted to share that you're amazing and real, and I'm so happy to virtually have you in my life. <laughs> and I live in a 2,600-square-foot townhouse in <laughs> yes. Maryland. Yeah. Maryland or New Orleans? What did she say? Maryland. Ah. Um, <clears throat> so, that... Uh, it's interesting. You know, I do feel bad when I complain because of what we went through. Do you? Yeah. How do you feel? Mm, I don't feel bad about complaining. Um, Although I don't complain that much to no. people that aren't Dory. Yeah. I will say, I did look Dory in the eye yesterday and say, I, I have no fucking idea how single mothers do this. Yep. You did say that. I, I, I acknowledge it. It is a miracle that you guys out there who are single mothers and single fathers manage to um, get up every day. <laughs> so it's crazy. I mean, this is, this is, you know, I think one of the good things about Matt being home for, for these months is like you're really seeing how hard it is. Whereas I think if you had gone back to work like right away, yeah, you wouldn't have really. Yeah, I would have understood. had Henry at his um, nappiest, right? And I wouldn't have been like, oh, what the problem is? Yeah, exactly. The kid doesn't do anything, right? But in fact, you you really get it. Yeah. So I'm appreciative of that. Um, that's very nice. Thank you for the voicemail. Yeah, thank you. It's quite a townhouse you're in. I love it. Yeah, it's that's a, a big townhouse. Right Dory and I. Uh, are trying to save up to buy a house now that IVF is uh, for now behind us. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. But anyway, long long story short. Uh... Oh, we didn't even tell anybody. I know. We haven't talked about this. I brought a 1965 left-handed Fender Stratocaster over to Imperial Vintage to be sold so that I can start contributing to the eventual down payment of a home. The guitar, I was pretty sure it would never leave my hands. You know, Dory, Dory went on this long, um, let's call it a woe is me tale about Henry this not is with our a, with our financial coach, who I believe we've mentioned. Yeah, nah, Henry doesn't have a, a yard to himself. Uh, we can't even roll out the mat for him to play on. There's not enough space on, even though we just moved the coffee table and it's there's plenty of space. No one ever moved the coffee table. Once Mac got on the case, we found the space. Um, but anyway, I started to feel really bad. Uh, and then I said, okay, what do we need to do? Dylan, who teaches us finance. Uh, well, you need to put away this much. I was like, Ooh, that's a lot. 
I better get rid of a guitar, a, a hefty one. <sighs> so there we are. I was I was very gratified that you you made that decision very quickly. Well, you know, I always have said to you, have I not that like that they're there for that kind of a reason. Not only do I enjoy the guitars, but if we ever really needed to, we could move them. Right. But to get some capital. It wasn't until some working capital. This conversation, like I've been talking about buying a house for years and you've always been complaining about compl- what if what if roots go through the pipes yes. this is my number one worry apparently with the house <laughs> with homeowning I, and insurmountable I, uh repairs i acknowledge sort of that, that, that that is an issue um but yeah it wasn't until this conversation that if i feel like it really i, re, I was really able to get across to matt why i want us to buy a house yeah like i think i think you thought it was like more just like frivolous or something. No, not frivolous. Just like it just felt like one of these arbitrary life goals people set in front of themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know anything about such things and when you're supposed to be doing those things. Maybe write a book about it. I don't know. Um, but uh, it always felt like that to me, especially in Los Angeles, which is such a, um, I mean, weirdly, though the rents are very high, it is more rent friendly than own friendly mm-hmm. to an entry market situation. So. Anyway, long that that's that's that story for right now. We'll we'll find out how this goes. You know, we're gonna try real hard. Yeah. Some harder than others. I don't see Dory selling any of her guitars. Anyway. So thank you for the email. I mean for the voicemail. And now on to more email. Yes. This is from Tori. Hello, Dory Matt, Bo and Henry. I've been a longtime listener, but I've never written and called in. I fall into the not trying to get pregnant, but love you guys can't. My husband and I have been married for just over a year. 36. He's 33. Husband also loved Red Dead Redemption. His horse was named Reginald. I love that. That is a good horse name. It is a great horse name. Uh, I work full time and I'm two and a half months away from finishing my undergrad. Congrats. We agreed that it would be best if we put off trying to get pregnant until I was closer to finishing school. With that in mind, I went off my birth control last month eight years ago i went to a primary care physician i'm sorry i went to a primary physician for the first time i felt like it was the age where it would be appropriate slew of labs and ultrasounds i referred to an endocrinologist and evaluation for my thyroid function then two minutes i was diagnosed with hashimoto getting the point of the email dory when were you diagnosed with hashimoto i read this email and I was confused by it. Okay. Because I do not have Hashimoto. I know. I think there might have been some confusion because I had to go on Synthroid yeah. when I got pregnant because my TSH was slightly elevated. Um, but I don't have well, Hashimoto. Here's the, well, here's the situation. Right? Her TH, TSH should be 2.5 or lower. And she's currently at 7.6, which is why you were on Synthroid, right? Yes. You had a similar situation, maybe not as low. While you were pregnant, your TSH was... My TSH was like, I think maybe it was three. Yeah. And it had to be just... It was a this light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she's talking about finding out about this this Hashimoto. And then 
And she continues, I don't think it hit me until today, four days later, what this could mean. This means that I may not be able to get pregnant. Perhaps this was a dramatic side, but now, but that's how I'm feeling with the, in this moment. I feel like we pushed our luck by waiting so long. Don't blame yourselves for life decisions you made at the time that were the correct decision. Stop that, everybody. Uh, like the guy who sold his st- steak and apple in, for $10,000 back in the 80s. Mm. I mean, look at the time it worked out for him. He needed it. Yep. Anyway, long story short, he would be worth, you know, $400 billion, whatever. Uh, there's history of thyroid issues on both sides of the family, but they happened when my aunts were older and not trying to get pregnant. I don't really have anyone to talk about this. Well, you have us, Tori. Uh, she then says that she was thrilled when we got pregnant. She cried even. Congrats on Henry. And uh, if I ever wrote an email, she said if she ever wrote an email, it would be witty, but I just don't have it in me today. Mm-hmm. You know what? You have, uh, you have a good partner there whose uh, horse is named Reginald, so that's witty <laughs> enough for me. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm going to put out the Hashimoto signal. So, again, uh, her TSH should be 2.5 or lower, and she's currently at 7.6. Yep. She hasn't started meds just yet. They want more results before deciding on the dosage. So, anyone else out there with Hashimoto who may have been in a similar situation? Uh, Her age, again, 36. Her husband's 33, which to me, by the way, feels like a spring chicken. Totally. Same. Uh, So, Tori, I I think, you know, time might not be your worst enemy right now but we'll rely on some other Hashimoto's to get at us signal has been sent it has uh we're gonna take another short break be right back okay hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com upgrade. Hi, everybody. We're back. You, you, you missed it. Seconds ago, I forgot what I was doing. Completely forgot we were recording a podcast. I looked. I was like, my headphones on. What am I doing? Oh, yeah. Dory's you like, here. why is Dory sitting there? No, I didn't even, like, you weren't even in my field of view, really. I was, like, looking at my watch, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. Because a couple, mess- a hundred messages have popped up because Kevin right now is in the World Series of Poker. So the chain is is popping off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got lost. And then I came back, too. And I was like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. The podcast. I, I, I'm going to have to mute this uh, chain, everybody. It's sad. Well, po- the podcast calls. Yes, it does. And for you, here it is. Um, All right. This next email is from Laura. She says, hi, Matt and Dory. I was just listening to this week's episode and thinking about when I was pregnant with my son when he and and when he was a newborn. He's now eight. My mother-in-law frequently mentioned things that were fine when my husband was a baby, like sleeping on his belly, types of car seats or lack thereof, giving him water, etc. And how he turned out okay. 
My husband and I realized. Did he though? Good point. My husband and I realized that when we would talk about how our son had to sleep on his back, do tummy time, not have water, food, or whatever until a certain age, she was taking it as an accusation that she did something wrong when her children were babies. This was totally not our intent, and when we started acknowledging that the advice that advice that she got when her kids were small was fine for the time, but this is how things are done now and why, she was much more accepting of our telling her what to do with our kids or what they were allowed to have. We still have occasional issues with car seats slash boosters because yeah. our five and eight year olds are tiny and still need them. By yeah. law in New Jersey, you have to be eight years old and 80 pounds to ride without a booster. And my son is only. Check, check. My I did it. son is only 50 pounds. Wow. I love it. He's going to be in a booster for years. But it's either follow our rules or not be able to take their grandchildren out without us. So happy to hear all the updates about Henry. You sound like you're doing well. My kids also always had big heads, too. Now that they don't get their heads measured anymore, I base it on the fact that my son has been wearing a youth seven plus Red Sox hat since he was five. <laughs> and my five-year-old daughter had to get a girl's large sun hat for the summer. Enclosed, she wears extra small for reference. I have literally, these children's sizes, I have no bearing on what, what is a T5? 5T? Whatever. Okay, so T5 to me is the Volvo designation for a car. Mm. T6. T8 would be a hybrid. But I don't know children's sizes so what is what is what does 8t mean or 5t i think is uh, that five toddlers yeah i think it just so think, you could put five out of five toddlers would fit in this what does that mean it's, is it's, it five month old toddler no that's not a five, toddler. five years five years yeah toddler yes it, it doesn't make any sense to me i would like to revolutionize the children's clothing industry okay. sharks how many times have you looked at labels anyway that's for a wait story you, for a different wait day. Wait till you try to figure out kids' shoe sizes. No. It's a nightmare. Well, you know, he does have very big-feeted parents, so it's going to happen. Mm. Someday he's going to yeah. grow out of that into a, I don't know, what do babies have? <laughs> Moccasins? <laughs> Uh, all right. She continues. I was also thrilled to hear the Disneyland update this week. We're bringing the kids to Southern California for the first time in August and have been stressing about how crowded Disneyland will be. Fingers crossed people continue to be scared off by Galaxy's Edge crowds, despite the fact that we'll be there during D23. Ooh. It's going to be crowded during oh, D23. Oh, D23 is a crowd center, you know. But here's the deal. As long as you're planning your reservations, you're planning, you know, to, you know, you have your reservation for Galaxy's Edge. You know, just really, I would recommend once you get into the park early in the morning, go at rope drop, get get on your Space Mountain, get on your uh, Pan's Flight. I would actually probably do Pan's Flight then Space Mountain. Um, then acknowledge that you're going to, you know, there's going to be some lines. You're going to wait for some stuff. But, uh... It's doable. And the nice thing about D23 is that they're all the, you know, the majority of the people that are there are there for certain panels. So that, that would be, those are good times to go to the park. I would actually argue, that'd be interesting to know. I'm going to follow along on the app and see what the lines are like during D23. Mm. Uh, D23. No one ever called it D23. Why did I do that? I don't know. Me either. What's Kate up to? Um, oh, did you? I've, I'm sorry. We're actually... We, we're not going to read that email. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. Um, 
we're going to read a late breaking email that we received. Oh, LBE. Before, right before the podcast. Okay. From Josephine. She says, this is Josephine again from the Miracle Baby email so long ago. Is it time for the Disney portion of the podcast? My husband, the Miracle Baby, now eight years old. That's a very clever, you know, because we're just talking about Disney. Exactly. Dory, you know, the more I watch you podcast, the more I know I really have taught you well. <laughs> you know, you've just become such a podcaster. Thank you. Segways, crying babies, being watched by Holly. Boy, if I didn't know it better, I'd say she was trying to put him down for a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I are headed to your area in a couple weeks. First going to San Francisco and San Jose area for family stuff. Then on to Anaheim for Disneyland and then L.A. We're planning on a couple beach days, two days at Disneyland and a day in L.A. Probably going to the California Science Center in the Griffith Observatory. We're staying in Glendale. Okay. We would love any food or snack recommendations for Disneyland or around our LA destinations. Actually, would love any recommendations at all. Restaurants, things to do, tips to get around the city, etc. Love listening to you guys and your new adventures with Henry. So incredibly happy for you, Josephine. Three people, 3,033 square feet in love Missouri. It. Ugh, love it. That sounds luxurious. I'm it into does. it. So do you have any suggestions for Josephine? Well, Josephine, look, there's always, there's uh, some must-do snacks when you're in uh, the land of Disney, you know. Let me tell you, just tell you right now, off the bat, those churros at Disneyland are seven to eight times better than they are at Disney World. I don't know why that is. It just is. Um, another thing I would like to say is that, uh, you know, the corn dog on the right, there's a corn dog stand, very famous corn dog stand on the right. When you walk down Main Street, once you get past the buildings to the right, opposite Casey's Corner, uh, is uh, the corn dog stand. Corn dogs are good. If you love a corn dog, it's a great corn dog. But it's not my preferred, like, I, I want a corn dog. I don't really ever feel that when I go to the land. Uh, but, you know, I have a little bit of a sweet tooth. So here's what satisfies that sweet tooth. They have these, uh, at the Fantasyland, there's like a mini little Rapunzel area to the left. Uh, and they have some good pastries there. They're like tiger tail kind of things. Long donut, long wrapped pastries with chocolate. Great. There's also strawberry too. Those are great. Get those. Get a Dole Whip, you know, when you're walking past the Tiki Room. Uh, I would also say... uh, Can I I make a suggestion? Absolutely. The cream cheese pretzels. That's where I was going next. Come along with the journey, honey. Thank you. Uh, Once you get to uh, Frontierland... Uh, you're going to see the uh, Mark Twain Riverboat loading station in front of you. And right to your right, when you're staring at that thing, you're going to see a little stand uh, that sells the Mickey-shaped pretzels. Some are, jala- some are cheese-filled, some are jalapeno cheese-filled, and some are cream cheese-filled. Cream cheese-filled. It's great. They're very good. I mean, it's not like knock your socks off the most delicious quite, thing on the planet, but for good. Disneyland, let me just tell you another secret about Disney. The food's not good. No. Never. Never. Here's another secret. You can bring in food. That's not really a secret. Maybe it is a secret. Here's a secret. You can bring in food. Um, I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of AJ lately in the morning. Mm. It's been sort of getting me refired up for Disney Mm -hmm. now that I have a child, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is the thing we all knew was going to happen. Yep. But I said wasn't going to happen. But here we are. Um. So, oh, so yeah, that's your Disney eats. When you're in the Los Angeles area, 
your Glendales, your California Science Center, your Griffith Observatory. There's nothing really to eat at the Griffith Observatory. They do have a cafeteria that makes fine Wolfgang Puck, quote unquote, catered food. Um, they could go to Trails. Oh, Trails is a cute little uh, stand uh, in Griffith Park. That uh, sure, it's worth a it's worth a swing over. But as far as like, what do you need to really get? Din Tai Fung. Din Tai Fung is Dory's uh, recommendation. It's in Glendale. Yeah. Oh, that's handy. Yeah, that's I'm thinking. It's very handy thinking for them. Glendale. Oh, know? see, I wasn't thinking Glendale. I was just thinking of. Also, you can go. You can go. You can go early. Like I think they open at 10 a.m. Also, I recently found out that they don't they don't take reservations, but you can put your name on their wait list via Yelp. <laughs> okay. And then. Interesting. You can cut the line. Okay. So. Uh, that's something. That's a tip. Hot that's tip. a hot pro tip right there. Yep. Um, and then like as far as like food in Los Angeles, like thing that I would say you need to do or get or whatever. Really, for me, the only place in LA that is like, oh, this is great, and it's a very LA thing is the Philippe's French Dip. Mm, interesting. I'd get, I'd grab a Philippe's French Dip if you're gonna go downtown. If you're not gonna go downtown, I don't know if it's worth the the trip. I was gonna say tacos. Yeah, but which what taco stand do you send them to? They could go to Guisados. Yeah, the Lotteria up on Hollywood Boulevard. Hmm. Um. Oh, if you're going to the beach, there's a very cute restaurant in Santa Monica called Cora's Coffee Shop. Mm-hmm. That's right on Ocean, and it's just like a lovely little kind of dinery type place. But I wonder if their beach days are here or in Orange County. Oh, good point. Because I would, if you could choose, I'd make your beach day Orange County. Let's just be real, mm. you know. Because when you're in the OC. Indie music happens. She loves it, guys. She loves it. She still watches it. I do. Religiously, like it's brand new or something. But I've recently gotten into Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale again, by the way, is the show that she watches out there. And I go, I look, I I honestly God thought she was watching a series of indie music videos. And then I was like, (laughs) the same people are in these videos. Is this the band? Uh, and it was not the band uh, it was it was riverdale with a i mean he's not very like his red hair red headedness doesn't seem real it seems dyed it does seem dyed is kj it? appa yeah. i don't know i mean look first of all hunk bod on that guy he does have a hunk bod i'm talking might as well have a 12 pack he's from new zealand kids cut um yeah, I think it's died. All right. Although there's some pictures of him with dark hair, and that hair looks dyed. No, I, his hair is brown. Yeah, I thought so. For sure, it's brown because also his eyebrows are dark brown. Yeah. Oh, hunk it up, KJ Appa. My wife has turned it around to show me a picture of a hunk. Oh, he's got a, a New Zealand tribal tattoo. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, he's very handsome. Good for him. Um, anyway, where were we? Orange County. Yeah. Um. Oh, we're talking about food. Um, I would try, you know, honestly trust Yelp. Well, actually, eh, trust TripAdvisor more than I would trust really? Yelp. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Here's the thing with Yelp, I've found. Los Angeles Yelp ratings, it is, if you're ever in New York City or in Manhattan, it, it's like you have to, 
if you're used to a New York Yelp rating, knock an immediate star off when you're looking in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's good advice. But she's from Missouri. We don't know what Yelp is like. So a three star situation is a two is really a two star situation. Yeah. So that's that's my advice to you. All right. We're going to wrap it up quickly with a couple last emails. One is from Joanne. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that there's an audiobook version of both The Cat in the Hat and The Cat in the Hat Comes Back, read by Kelsey Grammer. Loving it. They're available individually on Audible, but also as part of a Dr. Seuss collection read by other <sighs> 80s greats like Ted Danson, John Lithgow, Dustin Hoffman, etc., the Kells version of these is the best thing I've ever listened to, and you will never be able to read those stories in anything except his voice from now on. Do yourself and Henry a favor and get them immediately. That seems, you know, I don't hate that idea. Yeah. I, I, that's a nice tip. Mm-hmm. Nice pro tip right there. Thank you. Um, and then Lucy wrote in with a link to King Arthur Flowers hot dog bun pan and the recipe that goes along with it. King Arthur Flower, by the way. Often recommended by America's Test Kitchen. That's what we have in our kitchen. Um, she's She says she's a Mainer in exile in Indiana. You can find them in the stores here once in a blue moon, but generally it's easier to make my own. They're not ultra soft like the store kind, but they're wicked good. Oh, there it is. I also remember Dear John. <laughs> and I laugh every time Matt slides in a mention of the $7 parking fee. Well, she probably enjoyed earlier when I tried to she return Henry. She did. And didn't because the $7 parking yep. fee. All right, everyone. This brings us to the end. Yes, it brings us to the eggheads, the true eggheads. These are the Patreon supporters, the people who continue to make this podcast possible by giving us uh, a little capital to have server space, have the time to hire a babysitter to come by while we record now that that's a thing that we also have to incur. Anyway, long story short. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. And if you support us at $5 level or above, you get your name read on the podcast each month. And these are this month's patrons. Diane and Martin, of course. Caroline Land. Frederick Roy. Greg Watchorn. Jennifer H.S. Lauren Gleason, who uh, is Donkey of Prey. I love it. Uh, Melody Baltazar. Tyler Rosewood. Uh, Karen Thakershi. Abba N. Alan L. Alec Meredith and Fletcher Babel. Allison Dean. Alyssa Stokes. Allie Morin. Amanda Lady. Amy. Amy Giles. Amy Sher- Amy Sharon. Andrea McCarroll. Andy Pavlik. Angel Rivera the Third. Angie James. Anne K. Lee. Anne Real. Some Anonymize. There you go. April Cherry. Ariana Perry. Arthur Finney. Ashley Cicel Lee. Audrey Watson. Aurora and Zelda. Becca Foster. Ben, a PhD. Brett Jarrett. Britt S. Baker. Brittany Bonanza. Bruno Macias. CJ. Carly Moore. Carolyn N. Catherine Cock. Uh, Kathy Hill. Shinami Worth. Chris Dibel. And Christina Turner. Thank you all very much. I'm going to go, uh, while we're talking, I'm going to head over to figure out if I can get a, any of these Lego games in a hard copy. Oh, well, there you go. All right. Okay. Good talk, everybody. Much love. Uh, and remember... Just because your baby doesn't want to go to sleep doesn't mean it hates you. Okay, bye.